0: Man. The invisible man, the
1: invisible man, invisible <laughs> man.
0: hello everybody we had a couple of extra uh, audio on the video there so um thank you very much for everyone for joining us um we have actually got a special guest today um ronald am uh, also known as uh, squiggs i think i think i said it right. Uh, he is a poet um one of the one of the people yeah. that are running the uh caravan open mic and stage and he's going to tell us a little bit about that but um welcome to the show ronald um We've known each other, uh, well, we met many years ago at The Lofts, but uh, hey, Johnny, tell the uh, um, the audience a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, yeah, my name is Ronel Lamada. I say you find me on Facebook. I write under the name Squigs. Um, I host a weekly open mic, the Caravan Open Stage, which you could also find on Facebook. Other than that, I don't know what else to say.
0: Okay, that's nice. So, um, so tell yes. us, uh, yeah, that's, that's cool. Um, so, so, um, so you're a poet. What kind of poets, poetry uh, do you write, and uh, how do you approach uh, working on on the in the uh, spoken word form?
1: Oh uh, see, that's the thing about um, well, what I've discovered, at least what I've learned, about the whole poetry thing is that there seems to be two groups or classes or types animals of poet they're the spoken word poets and they're the page poets i think they're referred to spoken word as we've met many years ago and as i've maintained for several years afterwards are those writers that prefer their work to be performed on stage in the sense that whatever they write is spoken and um i think i've always really just been a, a page poet i do prefer writing um on paper or having it read more so than it presented as a performance. I believe my, I'd like to think that my work is translatable. How do I approach it? Um, not as diligently as I'd wish. <laughs> I know I have friends who are writers who commit time out of their day hours mm-hmm. to just write, you know, whatever happened, just write. And um, I, I just go about my life. And if I have any, like, pondering pondering are sort of questions i try to negotiate it through poetry or if i come to any eureka moments per se okay. try to write around that inspiration otherwise
0: okay yeah, yeah does
1: that answer your question?
0: yeah yeah no, for sure um yeah, so it, everyone kind of approaches the creative process differently i mean uh, uh there are a few songs um and then I have actually deliberately gone out and said, I want to write a Doctor Who song, which I did. And we put that on our CD. Plug, plug. Um, oh, sure. and But almost all the other songs have come, kind of come out of jam. And I'm just playing chords. Oh, that sounds good. And then that kind of builds. So, yeah, there's lots of different ways to approach it. And I'm kind of always interested in how other artists uh, go about it. So,
2: yeah, I definitely
0: understand the Eureka moment for sure um now let um, right, real,
2: really uh, me say hi to renal renal i haven't seen you in a very long time i think probably the last time oh. we were at the uh move on screen Ron,
0: uh, move over yeah
2: that's better <laughs> air, i moved my whole workstation <laughs> around and now i have to try and get back in the camera uh but we're just gonna do a quick inter- introduction here we've got uh our good friend catherine from fleetwood uh has joined us uh, and has been a really good loyal fan and okay, also I'm... another former Loft performer, a good friend of mine and has played at the Loft lots of times at their open mic. Rial Goche, has joined us today. And, of oh, course, yeah. my lovely Jessica has joined us. Thank you, everyone, for coming to join yeah, us. Thank you much. Uh, Appreciate it. And uh, we'll get right back into it. Sorry, just cutting you off there. Just figured would yeah. better say hi to everybody.
0: <laughs> Sounds good. Right. Um, so uh, so we met. So Ryan and I have mentioned many times on the show the Loft Gastro pub as, uh, was an open mic. I think it was on every Tuesday, I think it was forgot what day of the week it was. And that's where we yeah. met uh, you, Ronell. So do you, do you ever think about that? Yeah. Do you think about that to those, ty- those times uh, much at all?
1: Um, Fondly, definitely. I, uh, I remember these, uh, what was his name, Richard? He used to be a bartender yep. there, and he used to do this sh- this line of shots. And, but each <laughs> shot would come out as a rainbow, as a different color of the rainbow. Okay. So it was quite do you,
0: do you remember this you ever yeah, had these yeah. shots uh, no i haven't but i remember the shots though. quite magical
1: that pre- he prepares it all together as one thing but yeah and as he pours it out in each shot glass each shot glass comes out as a different color from the same mixer i suppose
0: right yeah
1: so i remember that i remember um hmm. yeah just
2: man those people whatever happened to them yeah. <laughs> uh those good times it was an, interestingly it was good enough there's, good times. I, I do have some uh, connection with some of the people, uh, just kind of friends through Facebook and whatnot. Uh, Brett, who used to play with us, and uh, mentioned him last Wednesday on our um, our musical Meyer Independent show that we do uh, once a uh, usually on a midweek. Uh, well, I haven't seen it hiding or hair of him. I think the last I heard, he had moved back to Winnipeg, is doing construction, but was saving up money to do some musical more touring, uh, and I haven't seen him. Probably in at least three years, and then I don't even remember Amy. Um, she's very, very. Yeah, very, she goes by a different name now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you follow her on Instagram or on there, it's Twyla, I think, is what it goes at. She's actually ready to have a baby. I believe uh, so. Probably anytime. I know, I saw <laughs> It's been an interesting couple of years since we've all we've all been together.
0: <laughs> For sure. Um, she's watching this.
1: Congratulations.
0: Of course. Now, <laughs> um, are there any, actually, other than the shots, are there any other notable moments that you uh, um, can't forget, or, or you uh, or won't forget, or, or sorry, rather, you want to forget from those old days?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, if you remember, there was this uh, woman there, Madison. I believe you remember She would yeah, take photos maybe, yeah. of people. I remember. One of my uh, favorite photos was taken of me. I know, like all my memories are have me. Uh, I'm centered in these memories. But that was there? my experience, right? You're asking <laughs> me. But um, yeah. yeah. Aside from that and that photo, hmm? sorry. I'll oh, carry on. Uh, something else.
0: I think we got some uh, break up in the stream somewhere.
2: Yeah, we had a bit of a no, yeah. Okay, go
1: okay.
0: Everything's everything's back. We're good.
1: <coughs> yeah. Must yeah. be the weather. I rem- <laughs> I remember I was singing a parody of um a couple songs and that Hey There Delilah song and that seemed to bring the house down. If you were there for that mark, even like the people who were working in the back there in the kitchen came out to yeah. <laughs> to uh, Watched the performance. It was quite ridiculous. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway. I don't recall yeah. that specific. remember right that. That yeah. was good. We were there for a while. I think one of my, my one of the memories I always thought was kind of a, um, oh, someone's digging. That, ah, we're good. What's that? Sounds like someone, <laughs> sounds like someone's trying to get hold of someone. That's you, was no. that, hey, Phil? <laughs> nope. Um Yeah, so one of uh, my memories there was uh, kind of a silly one. Sorry, was that, that was my phone. Not no, it's not a problem. No problem at all. Um, and we, uh, I'd come in, I'd come into the loft, and because Ryan and I would always be together, right? And um, I, I come in one day, and someone says, "Oh, your wife's already here," meaning Ryan. So anyhow, I thought that I thought, <laughs> was one of those. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of funny. That's, yeah, they were being sarcastic, not literal. Yeah, <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs>
3: all right are
2: we off track already no no yeah. um well not too far off is so bad right so <laughs> that it, that hey. sounds like our good friend and co-host colorado phil coming at us live. hey how's it going everybody welcome oh, to wow. the show there my man
3: how's everybody doing
2: Everything's doing doing hey,
3: really well. well i bet you nobody realizes but they're watching the invisible man show yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm live here in Denver, Colorado. Ryan and Mark, they're live in Winnipeg, and our uh, guest. Now I, f- I I remembered your name, and then now I forget. What's your name again? Ronell. Ronell.
1: Hi. Are you in? Oh, Winnipeg? Ronel Nolasco. oh Amada. he me. <laughs> are I'm you from Winnipeg eat, as yeah, well?
3: Night. Yeah. Sorry. All day. So yeah. You I'm guys are all not- from Winnipeg this week. Yeah. I've got nobody in Mexico.
0: No, no. although Luce was bugging me uh, on Wednesday to come on the show yet again.
3: Oh, well, yeah, sure. (laughs) Hey, for those of you who don't know, I support and promote and I don't know what else, independent music. I highlight uh, on my show um, independent music from Manitoba, Canada, the 204, and I highlight the music from Colorado as well. And uh, I'd like to invite everybody to check out the Colorado Phil Show. And uh, we were talking at the beginning there. For all my links, like to come and uh, like my Facebook show page or Instagram, Twitter, my vlog on YouTube, uh, find it all in one place. Go to the station website, www.vwradio.co and go to the shows tab and click on the Colorado Phil Show. And if you scroll to the bottom of that, You'll find links to uh, eight uh, podcast listening platforms there. And um, the show runs Monday to Friday, 12 to 4 p.m. Pacific, 1 to 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time here in Colorado, uh, 2 to 6 p.m. in uh, Central in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, and 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time, www. radio.co is where you can listen. You can listen from my show page on Facebook, The Colorado Phil Show. So yeah, that's me. And uh, hey, everybody, it's been a while.
0: I'd say spoken like a true radio man there, Phil.
3: Shoot, yeah.
0: That's good, yeah, and then we'll have We'll add a link uh, for sure. That's a, a new link that I was not aware of until today. So that'll go on the Invisible Man.ca page. That, that's as well. my fault
3: because I am the worst uh, at promoting myself. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll
0: put and we'll obviously put that in the show notes as well. Um, we'll put them in the comments later, I think. Uh,
3: and hey, and I the, just wanted notes. to mention. Usually, I kind of go back into the background and share stuff. But you forgot you don't share a live video link it's not working the same way it usually doesn't i've Facebook. shared it wherever i could already so
0: yeah Facebook. i'll just
3: jump in whenever
0: it <laughs> yeah, sounds good okay thanks phil um yeah so back to Ronell. um so the reason i think that uh you came to mind when i was thinking oh who can we yeah. have on the show was and uh, actually what was going through my mind was oh I, you know i keep meaning and i keep threatening to come out to the uh, caravan open mic and I think it was last time I was there was a year ago I think, or maybe it was two years ago now. Um, and I thought, oh, perfect! This we want to be promoting um, venues as well that that uh, support local artists as well as the artists and and what they're producing as well. And so that something I kind of uh, for me was always uh, was a uh, something was a lot of fun. And you get to go on the uh, the cube every week, or at least for uh, like sixteen weeks over the summer. Um, so, Jonah, just, just say, uh, just tell everybody about so the uh, open mic and yeah. um, and how that's kind of came about.
2: So, uh,
1: yeah, I, uh, I, I'm one of the hosts. We have four hosts and organizers of the caravan, open mic, open stage. We currently are out of the cube stage, which is Old Market Square. Was our Old Market Square there downtown? um if you haven't been i would recommend everybody to go it's i mean you don't have to be a performer we welcome the audiences as well um weather per- permitting of course and um yeah it, yeah there he is. there's a nice shot of it it's um that's not that's what it yeah as if to say that's what it looks like every week right <laughs> but yeah. i think that's the best oh that looks nice there. though <laughs> that is like no, we, uh, from
3: home man <laughs>
0: yeah no. yeah it looks like a-
1: everyone sign up early because we're a spot. Uh, It looks like uh, It's a, It's quite a beautiful stage. You get to hear yourself perform against um, the facade of hundred-year-old buildings downtown, and hearing your voice echo off that, um, off those surfaces is quite an experience. I would recommend yeah. to everyone. Um, we we are on every Monday night, seven p.m. Sign up at six thirty and we welcome all forms of styles of performances music poetry comedy and whatnot oh. belly dancing of course but oh. usually uh yeah. yeah that's however long that goes on for is, uh yes audience participation or yeah. up to the audience typically it's two songs and five minutes for poetry and comedy yeah. no thanks for posting some information there
0: yeah no problem. oh a...
1: actually if yeah, I if could go on to speak uh, of it we um, see the Caravan Open Mic uh, is a, an event, a venue that runs under the Purple Room umbrella, I guess. Um, Purple Room is a, is an entertainment company. How would you define it? I don't know, but they put on shows, and we'll be putting on a show this Sunday called Downtown Vibes. It'll be at 7 p.m. till 10 p.m. at the same stage there. The Cube Old Market Square. We are featuring artists such as Freekind, they're from Slovenia, Betox, uh, Jay Wood, Marisol Nagash, Henry On Wu Chekwa, and special guests. <laughs> so it'll be a big show, a lot of great local artists and some international artists as well. Please check that out. I do believe there wouldn't be any cover. But if there is, um, I'll buy beer. Sorry about that. <laughs> but yes, um, it'll well- be this Sunday.
2: So this Sunday, all right? Well, so that's worth going out right that's, there. Was well, that tomorrow? You tomorrow you <laughs> Right on.
0: Yeah, tomorrow. Actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so tomorrow, what time did you say? Just so we can get it out there again.
1: 7 p.m. till 10.
0: Okay, 7 p.m. to 10 at the Cube Downtown Vibe. So check that out, everyone. I'm tempted to go, so maybe I'll Please. bump into you there. Sounds like it yeah, uh, could be fun. Be
1: great, uh, great afternoon. You find more information at the uh, Purple Room.
3: Yeah, on Facebook and Instagram. I'm just going to go ahead and jump in here. Um Now with the legalization of marijuana and stuff, how is it like? What's the atmosphere like at places, venues out there, uh, outdoor venues like the Cube and stuff like that? You have a lot of people smoking weed and all this other stuff that people always said that's what's going to happen when they legalize?
2: Uh, no. Uh, well, given... I don't think mm. so. I don't Go think you see a lot of people sparking up joints everywhere or hitting the vapes. But uh, yeah, yeah, you do get a few people who've smoked up beforehand or were inside because you're only supposed to like smoke at home or. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah.
3: kind of like here, too. Yeah,
2: exactly. So, I mean, and I'm sure there's lots of people who are, are high and I'm, I'm more than certain that someone's going to risk it because I don't know if you've ever been to Jazz Fest and been by the Cube. When it was illegal we had enough problems with people sparking up joints in the middle of the crowd so <laughs> how do you say that like, it's a bad thing. come on, so, I, come I, know, on. I, I i just just whatever yanking a chain whatever that's that's a totally different yeah, keep, never so uh,
3: uh, how many weeks a year does the cube uh, i missed out like how how long does Ronell doing the activities at the cube uh, that's the exchange district right yep.
0: Yep, right outside the King's. It is
3: correct, yes.
1: The King's Head Pub, yeah. Yeah, oh,
0: okay, I believe we are be
1: yeah. going until the middle of November, and I think we started around May, the end of May this year. Oh, nice! But we try to try to get as many uh, weeks out of the summer for that venue because it's just uh, it's quite a different
3: experience—an open mic, you know, an open stage out there, middle yeah. of the park, middle of the city. Yeah, I was hoping that my Very immigration cool. stuff would be would be my I was hoping my immigration stuff would be done so I could visit uh because I wanted to visit places like that, the Cube and other music places in Winnipeg and maybe see it's all in the mind live or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey do you guys well, know do you no. guys know uh, TTM guitars?
0: No, but I'm gonna look it up
3: okay well you guys talk and i have to i want to talk about ttm guitars when i pop back in but i'm going to the garage now so i'm, I'm on the bow out and listen to the show
2: okay sounds good right on nice all smart.
3: right
0: <laughs> okay whoa, 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 whoa. well um yes. i actually have a story sorry go ahead. yeah please do
1: yeah i actually have a story and i guess regarding the question about how legalization or rather the decriminalization of marijuana this legalization of marijuana has affected not necessarily the scene but the experience of living in winnipeg see um when when mark actually contacted me about guest being a guest at the, at the show i was uh, i was in the philippines oh. and i wasn't I, I knew I'd re- i just got back last week actually last wednesday and holy crap last wednesday it's only been a week anyway um yeah. So when I left, I left at the, near the end of July and, and, um, yeah. So my girlfriend drove me to the airport. I got through security and when I got through security, I realized that I had a joint on me.
2: <laughs> 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 and
1: I, I cause oh. like a the, the few days prior, yeah. Right. A few days prior I was at a, my buddy's wedding. I was the best. I was, one of, I was one of the groomsmen at his wedding and then after party and then He's like, yeah, here, take this. And apparently I still had it in my bag that was taken to the Philippines. So I called my girlfriend. I'm like,
2: yo, I just realized that
1: I have a joint. And I got past security. What am I going to do? And we're like, I don't know, because this is all new to me, right? And um, I mean, not the smoking weed, but just the idea that I may be fucking taking drugs across the country
2: here. So I
1: was like, okay, so when I... what's that? Yeah, international. Yeah, so I'm like, so when I get, to, so the flight was Winnipeg, Vancouver, Vancouver, Tokyo, Tokyo, Manila. I figured once I touched down in Vancouver, and this is what I did, I uh, immediately went outside, took the first taxi to get me to the nearest uh, park, and decided to smoke this joint. Right, and I haven't really seen Vancouver actually, so it's like my it's not my first time in Vancouver. But I've never been outside the airport, so I end up going to this park, and I'm smoking this joint by myself. And I got like five hours in Vancouver and then a couple hours in, I'm like, oh, what am I going to do with all this time? And cursed me, like, man, I got to – it occurs to me that for international flights, you actually have to be there three hours before boarding. So I catch a taxi, get there just in time, and it was uh, probably the, one of the better flights. It's like a freaking 10-hour flight to Tokyo or nine hours. And <laughs> I ate everything on that flight. And it was – slept. It was most – enjoyable experience. Now, the funny thing is on the way back, so last week when I came back, it turns out, like I, so I get to Vancouver Airport having a cigarette, and it turns out you could actually smoke pot at the Vancouver Airport in the smoking areas which allow for cigarettes, vapes, and marijuana. And that blew my mind. I didn't have to, like, fucking jump into a taxi like a contraband or something like I'm a freaking criminal go, like, take me to the nearest park. I got drugs to do. I could have just smoked it right there. At the airport. I don't know if you knew this, but yeah, I mean it is illegal to take Marijuana through international flights, but it's not illegal to have it in domestic flights But you can't smoke at the international airport at Vancouver. Look at that That's how I guess this world is changing. I know Colorado has changed a lot since uh, their legalization for the community service revenue for which uh, Marijuana is brought in but Phil's gone for the garage. Yes. For what, we cannot say.
0: Who, know, who, sure
2: knows? He, yes. who knows? It's legal there. It could, it's, it's legal there as well. It could be
0: related to what we're talking about. I don't know. Um <laughs> Don't
2: know. My, my, no, my. You can ask yeah, him when he gets there. Good, we're good. We're good. All right. Interestingly um, enough, Lou, uh Ronel, your stage name or your hmm. pet name, uh it's Squiggy, correct? That's what it's going? No, Squigs it's a
1: stage name. I wouldn't okay. have you call it a pet name, but yeah.
2: Okay. No, no, pen name, stage name, performing name. Yeah, that's okay. So, what is there? Uh, something. I, said pet. <laughs> I thought you no. said pet as well. <laughs> <laughs> is there is there a a history or a story behind that particular name, or is it uh, is just something you picked out of something? Or how you come? A
1: hat? Did you? Uh, no, it's there is a story. Right. Um before the caravan started there was um no 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 no, before the caravan started while the caravan was starting actually um this was back at the old frame warehouse uh mark were you ever a participant of the shows going at the on ross there the frame arts warehouse
0: no i don't
1: Now they turned into condominiums but yeah it's um used to it would be an old warehouse and used to have shows out there and then artists would live in the loft anyway when i started going to caravan Um actually to this day including I I actually have terrible penmanship. So when I would write my name on the sign up sheet it was quite near illegible. And when (laughs) they would call my name they would say uh R Squiggles. So up next is R Squiggles or Squiggles and it just turned into squigs at that point. And that's how I got my name because I got horrible penmanship and we could read my writing. <laughs> sometimes I even have trouble reading my writing yeah but uh, thank you
0: for asking actually. <laughs> oh. yeah, so, so anyway, I'm, I'm, I think I'm well renowned for my inability to read my own writing pretty much I, I actually can't read it as I'm writing it somehow sometimes anyhow so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so did we I don't know I'm not sure if you touched on this earlier but how did you um, what was the? what happened that got you um, moving from a participant in an open mic to actually running one or being part of a, a leadership team in, in an open mic?
1: Um, the original host, uh, and what she go by now? Alexandra. This is the second person we mentioned in anecdote that has changed her name. Sure, I'm sure her last name is Siltataran. But she uh, was a local, at the time she was a local, well, she's still an actress. I think she's moved out to Vancouver, spent some time in LA to pursue her acting career. But she founded the caravan open mic. And um this was during the days of what was that? Remember that movement that was going on we had all those tents in front of the ledge legislative building? Occupy um, uh, Occupy
2: movement. Which one? Occupy. Occupy, I think, right? Occupy. Occupy, Occupy. that's
1: right. Occupy Winnipeg, in fact. And it was Mm. yeah, in tandem with a lot of other Occupy (laughs) movements around the world and it was during that time that the Caravan Open Mic was founded. And after she left to pursue her career, she uh, invited another host who um, ran it for a few months. And then after that, it was uh, me and a group of friends, a group of friends and I. However, this properly, I probably shouldn't be a self proclaimed writer anyway. Um, yeah, so the four of us ended up taking it over. And we've just been running it since then. Um, we used to have, actually, one of the original hosts was this gentleman. Um, he was a comedian and quite, he was quite endearing in our scene. He uh, had passed away in uh, 2004, I believe, at the end of 2004. He was a comedy component. There was... Um, was quite a setup because the four of us had different aspects of of art for which we represented and he was a comedy aspect and he had passed away and after he had passed away we got a good friend of ours to fill in in fact for a while there, we just had other people fill in but as it stands there are currently still four hosts so we, we change weeks and it, usually if we have a fifth week or when we have a fifth week out of the month rather we would invite a guest host for that fifth week, and um, so that's that's how we got involved. But the people I host with currently, we all met at a different open mic. It was Regal Beagle open mic. If you were ever, if either you, Mark, or Ryan have ever been a participant to that, it was a Wednesday night open mic at the Regal Beagle, and we well we all met there, and then we all transferred over to the caravan, and then after yeah. a couple hosts, we ended up running the show essentially. In fact, uh, I hosted with Paul Little. Who runs the Purple Room and other events? And when the Frame Arts Warehouse was no, not so much a venue anymore, we became part of the uh, Purple Room umbrella, which promotes musical shows and whatnot, comedy as well around the city. And like I said, we have a show coming up on this Sunday at the Cuba stage. Throughout the years, we've had different venues. Of course, um, recently it is the Cube, we've had the Rudolph Rocker. Uh, we johnny's for a good while this winter i believe we will be at xq's again as we were last winter so phil uh when you get back and you have your visa figured out and come to the city please check out the caravan open stage because we will still be running through the we've been running for almost nine years eight years oh, now okay. and we haven't missed a week we have not missed a monday nice be it holiday or no venue yeah we've been performing like uh, i believe in the parking lots and parks and just you know entirely unplugged but you always make a point to not miss a monday and out of these eight years we still have not
0: nice yeah that's my (laughs) contribution to that question so how did you get on how did you actually get access to the cube how did that all come about Oh, you'd
1: have to talk to Paul a Little about that. He uh, spoke to, I believe, the downtown biz who has access to it. And, um, yeah. We do have sponsors, of course. Perhaps I can remember plugging. Uh, Smokes Poutinery. Uh,
0: does,
1: does Phil know what poutine is? Ooh. Yeah, you like Smokes? He's, yeah. he's, he doesn't,
0: man. Phil's French-Canadian. He oh, wow. knows what poutine uh, is.
1: It's <laughs> definitely a Canadian thing to do. So yeah. they're, one of our sponsors, Dr. Roof, they make house calls and bad puns. Mm-hmm. XQs, of course, on Sergeant. Yeah. Uh, downtown biz, I believe so, and that'll be all for now.
0: Okay. I don't yeah. have
1: the write up with me.
0: Unless you think of someone else later. But, uh, yeah, go go ahead and plug yeah. plug away. Yeah. Um sounds good. Uh, now I'm assuming you don't get the cube for free, or, or do you? Is it a? Do you have to actually raise money for it? I'm
1: quite sure we don't get it for free. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Although right. the caravan open stage is a free show, right. but we accept donations.
0: For Cocky? yes. because yep, I mean, it's always a it is a, it is a quite uh, prestigious uh, stage. It's always nice having I mean, just the. I've been on there once at the caravan open mic, and it really does feel good up there. It sounds great, um, and you got a full view of that. Uh, it's not really squares. It's more of a triangle uh, of those buildings in front of you. It's it's, it's a phenomenal uh, location. So it's like Winnipeg's bandstand. Oh, definitely. Yeah, like Winnipeg's bandstand, really, isn't it? 21st uh, 21st century.
1: Yes. Bring bandstand back.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, they'll need a host, Ronnell. I guess you'll have to be up for that. Um, Yeah,
0: it's... uh, hmm. Yeah, uh, how many people are actually involved in running the event? You said there are four hosts, but... uh, um, I mean, what does the organization look like behind yeah. of
1: that? Um, well, behind the scenes, actually, a lot of legwork uh, is in blood, sweat, and tears. Is Paul Little these days? Well, for a long time, it's Paul Little uh, securing the venue, of course, and um, trying to organize funding for it. Uh, I, I, as well, and uh, Tannis Kelm and, and uh, Mason Khanna, it's getting his. You know what? There's no, there's no right way to say it. Even if I like could be standing in front of him and then he tell me how to say it, and I'll say his last name. But Mason, yeah, we uh, contribute as much as we can on the side there, and uh, we host as well and promote while we can. Um, so really, it's it's actually a lot to uh, to Paul's efforts, Paul Little's efforts. In fact, we should get them on the show one of these days. Yeah, i probably. probably get all these uh, sure. other hosts. They can promote other events.
0: Yeah, actually, no, that's that can be a can even be a fun show to have. You know, have two or three of you on at the same time and listen to you guys talking to each other. that would be fun. That
1: yeah, would get a bigger base, maybe. Yeah,
0: well, I think they, so. Well, the the magic of the internet is they can do it from their own homes. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> uh, this new found angled technology. <laughs> Here we go
1: modern day bandstand
0: yeah okay now um, okay I think that's yeah so what um so what what uh, kind of acts do you usually have on the stage obviously um you have singers and poets is there um any you know any any particular kind of acts that uh um what, what the, the, the stage yes. is open for what kinds of acts should we be a better question
1: oh um well we're open for all kinds of uh performances, really. Uh, usually we get a lot of musicians, of course, sometimes good poets, we used to get a lot of comedians, we do welcome comedians come out. Um, we've had belly dancers, which is part of my intro joke. It's always uh, quite the uh, spectacle. We would definitely welcome belly dancers. Um, we've had hoop dancers in the past people doing mm-hmm. acting as well, you know, to perform a monologue. To themselves on stage or just who would you see the audience. Um, Yeah, Uh, we also have local, we feature local artists at the end of the month, like painters and such, and who produce that kind of artwork to, to uh, present their work at, we have, um, what is it like in, what do you call those, it's like a storage container, but the way the exchange is designed, they have these storage containers on the side. So it's almost like a venue in itself little kiosk mm-hmm. and go check out um, their work uh, we have a local artist uh, Daniel who who does a lot of his uh, work he's an indigenous artist and he's usually there every week actually him and his wife producing paintings that I would recommend everyone to check out so in terms of performances everything is really welcomed from spoken word we even had some people just go up there and rant of course you know <laughs> Uh, exactly welcomed but you know given the area people will just get up on stage and like hey gonna get a couple minutes and just say well, a few things
2: a very interesting show that's for sure
1: oh it's different every time yeah you never know what you can get what you're gonna get
0: huh and that's part of the fun i guess right yeah. um actually, oh, definitely. yeah so anyone that's um has never been to an open mic has watching here and uh uh, they can be probably some of the best shows you've ever been to. My first experience at a performing at an open mic was at uh, um, the was it a Folk Exchange downtown, just just around the corner from the Cube. Um, oh yeah, yeah, it's the actual man. House now. So yeah, so Manitoba, music, so Manitoba music, Manitoba music was. Uh, I think they may still be doing it, but uh, Fred Penner hosted one. And, uh, Fred Penner? I, 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 oh know, nice. And that was a phenomenal. If you get to see Fred Penner live, go see him. live. Yeah. Uh, but he was hosting, and he had it. He had, I think, he pretty much had it scripted. It was it was like a perfectly run show. I opened as I usually like to do on first if I can, and of course I, I he um, introduced me as uh, Bob Stoller, so it was fun. And that was the first time I um, first time I performed in twenty years, um, and it was a I tried two new songs out. And most, the open mics are you know they're good for trying out everything particularly as a seasoned musicians uh, like me and ryan um you can just go out there and try something new uh in a very non-threatening uh, environment and kind of get some visual and audio feedback as well so open mics are great for um for, for all levels of musicians and artists um so go out and check out the open mic um at the cube um so yeah i just wanted to say that's for everybody else who haven't been there yeah
1: definitely we welcome all uh skill levels
0: yeah
1: sorry oh i just talked so i'm back on again i was gonna step out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all skill levels work.
2: uh actually i just have a quick question for you runnell of of all the acts that you've had over the oh whatever it is the eight or nine years there's always something that just goes a little crazy at a and completely off the rails at a uh, at an open mic i'll give you a perfect example this is before mark and i really started playing in earnest i always have sort of a couple of projects on the go. I started playing with a couple of guys and we called our band Screaming Flews. So we've been playing for a couple of months and got pretty good, uh, comfortable playing together, decided we would go to an open mic at the Royal George on uh, its way down region in Transcona. Well, We started playing. We didn't have a vocalist. We just had guitar player, myself bass, and little guy on drums. So we started playing, and unfortunately, what happened is we had a guy who just decided he wanted to be our lead singer, uh, and got up on stage and just started singing to our song. Just made up lyrics on the spot. (laughs) Couldn't hear a word he said. I kind of looked over at the guitarist like, "Hmm," and he's looking at me like. I, I guess we're doing this. so what kind of what kind of mayhem or craziness has uh, have, have you seen over the last eight years because I'm sure you have a couple of really wild stories at least one good wild story. Oh geez. Um...
0: <sighs>
1: now, I mean pick just get there were events I mean that was that's pretty wild. And sorry, that was Screaming Fluids. That was the name of your band?
2: <laughs> the Screaming Fleas. Fleas. Oh, Screaming Fleas. All right,
1: I think I like Screaming Fluids. <laughs> right, right. Gotcha. Um, other than okay, well, uh, geez, like given the, the the venue, especially the cube. Think about the cube. We would have hecklers and you know just some uh, vagrants coming by and have to ask him to leave. I do remember one time though that there was a fight that broke out at Caravan on stage. There was uh, what was it? I don't know how it started but some some somebody had an argument with, with one of the um, people who was working at the Smoke's Petunery which is right, right there on the side of the stage and he decided to come back with a um, cinder block to throw through the window and at the time I believe Mason was working there but I mean he wasn't working at smokes at the time he was doing the caravan because it was in the shift but he was like oh don't do it and he actually dude actually throws the cinder block through the window but Move it on. wasn't a window it was like plexiglass so the block like bounces off so he decides <laughs> to confront this guy uh, uh, and then as he's approaching this dude uh-oh. his friend is there and this guy is like you know ready to fight and then yeah so a fight breaks out between this guy and some caravan <laughs> members and that was quite interesting there was a, yeah, he was about to leave, kept egging him on. Well, I didn't specifically egg him on, but somebody did from our end. <laughs> and um, so he'd come back and then take some punches and or he'd start swinging and we'd take some punches or his person would take some punches. It was egging him on. And then he would leave again. Nobody was severely hurt, but, the, but as he was leaving, um, there's a, i don't know like i don't know if you know this out there in colorado there phil well, I don't so. know if the world knows this but especially downtown winnipeg has quite an issue with homelessness i mean it's not specifically skid row or anything but we do have um some characters that you see all the time up there and this uh, one person who's actually i uh, would somebody i consider that i would know maybe a my more uh Happier times we'll say. Um, consider him a friend. But he shows up on his bike and starts swinging this freaking I don't know, it's like a stump, a tree stump he's been using as a crook.
3: <laughs> oh his, wow.
2: his
1: life and then had everybody a caravan there thinking like, he's like who like he he thought that he had to defend that one guy when that one guy was actually starting the fight, the dude was trying to throw a cinder block to the, to the restaurant <laughs> and then I came up to him like, dude, just chill out, man. We're, we're, it's not it's not what's happening and it really has nothing to do with the music or the performances but yes a fight broke out <laughs> uh and venue um anything else crazy Jeez, i mean
2: <laughs>
1: well, that, just the magic you know, of like
2: hmm? that that's got Sorry. my random drunk guy well we we found out that he to work up the courage this guy who jumped up on stage he had to go into the bathroom and do a couple of lines of cocaine off like uh, you know, <laughs> we did find out oh, Like a true rock star. <laughs> well, yeah, right? there you go. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Tonight's we, my night. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna shine tonight. Yeah, it was pretty interesting, and yeah. that—that's been my relationship with the Royal George um, so far. I've only ever played there once. I don't think, I don't think I've been there. Do they still do an open mic there?
1: Did, did, I think they still do an open mic at the Royal George.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's as frequent as it used to be, but I think it still happens. Yeah. Cool. So, so Phil, you said this one out in
1: Selkirk.
2: Uh, Royal George is way down on Regent Avenue, like right in the heart of Transcona.
0: Trashcona. Oh,
1: my oh God.
3: Transcona. Gotcha.
0: <laughs> hey, so Phil, you're back with us, are you?
3: I, uh, yes, I'm back. You're back with. Okay, here
0: we go. Um, I got a little, uh, um, little. Sequence to introduce Phil's free for all. Here we go.
3: Oopsies! I skipped ahead just a little bit there. Whee! No retakes, no redos.
0: <laughs> Here we go. So Phil's Phil's free for all. Here we are. This is where things can go big. Where we haven't hey. planned anything at all. So what you look like without glasses?
3: So I was mentioning TTM guitars, and I haven't found where they're where they're based out of, but they're an American guitar company and i wanted to mention congratulations to uh ron and greg bass and lead guitar for johnny got rocks um from out here in denver colorado uh they have been officially endorsed by ttm guitars oh california <coughs> palm desert is where they're out of so I thought I would uh, jump in and mention that. And I also wanted to mention, I've been getting some new music from Winnipeg, from Manitoba.
0: So you all getting some? Or, uh, I am, awesome yes. Okay. Uh,
3: let's see here. The latest, uh, Turn a Phrase is a band that sent me music. Uh, Giant Skellies, okay. J.C. Campbell, the Mariachi Ghost, the Love Tongues. woo Mariachi's Ghost. That is good music, Mariachi goes. Um, and, the other, and the others aren't? Don't, 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 they're don't, all they're. Don't all answer great. that. Oh, that. no. no. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. You know, you guys, we have to figure out what this song is about. Uh, Mark or Ryan, I don't know if you've heard it. Emily's Tea Party by a band called Trampoline.
1: Nope.
3: The oh, lyrics are just like...
1: It, what it, it's about?
3: Yeah. Who wrote it? I, I'm not sure if the band writes their own music, but that song, Emily's Tea Party has gotten my attention lately. And something cool that I wanted to mention that I have on the show. It's a band called Electric Mud and they're out of um, California. They're two brothers and they are the nephews of Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones. Okay. How cool is that?
0: It depends how good the guitarists they are.
3: I just brought them on location <laughs> so far. I love them.
0: <laughs> yep, sounds so. What are
3: they called again? Electric Mud. Electric Mud.
0: What solid music is it, Phil? let
3: check them out. Uh, rock. Yeah. Although I hate, you know, when somebody asks me that, what genre <laughs> of music, I'm like, oh, yeah it's rock yeah. <laughs> or pop it's, it's, it's good music it's good music mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but hey man i'm so glad that manitoba bands are finally starting to send music in it's making the battle at the end of the show you know uh, a lot more interesting because playing i was starting to know exactly who i would play because i only had uh, I think, maybe 20 bands and uh, you do it four times a week uh, half hour uh, for Manitoba music only and it's always the same and suddenly people have started sending music and that's that's awesome because people out here I know for a fact they dig they dig uh, Manitoba sound
0: mm-hmm. is that such a thing I don't think there is I think you made.
1: Okay, so right. wait here that well I mean there's a screaming fluids right <laughs> <laughs> for please, their album and please. drop <laughs> Jay, please.
2: I don't, I don't think that's going to be uh, <laughs> the, the, the what? <laughs> well, I don't know. You gotta you go were, find that cocaine addict. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know if you were listening earlier, Phil. I think maybe just yeah. the way, but I was talking about how one of the experiences at the unopened mic that uh, I had done with a band right about the time Mark and I started playing, the, we called ourselves the Screaming Fleas and oh. we hadn't uh, we didn't have a lead singer we just had a guitar player and myself and a drummer and so we worked up the courage played together worked up the courage to get on stage and we're playing this song and this dude just randomly gets up on stage and starts playing or starts singing with us we oh, never- oh yeah. and and of course i think you came in right about the time where i was telling the, the way you worked up the courage was to drink a bunch of beer and then do a couple of lines of cocaine off of like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. So yeah now you okay. have
3: some context
2: Oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> Talk about Mad Toba Music, right?
3: <laughs> hey, you guys, you, you still have time if you start driving now. Uh, Taste of Colorado is on here. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to be seeing a, an awesome, awesome country band, uh, really kick ass band, Remus Tucker Band live uh, in the evening. So it won't be, it's supposed to be really hot. It's been hot here. I don't want to sound like a whiner, but it has been <laughs> too hot here. <laughs> and But then I hear them talking on, uh-oh.
0: No, we can hear you. Oh, there you go.
3: I hear them talking on CJOB, and it's chilly in the morning back home in Manitoba, apparently, is it?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's that awkward yeah, it's time right. of year where, where, you, where you start off with a sweater, and you... Uh, and the heat's on in your car in the morning, and then by the time you drive home from work, the air conditioner's blasting you. Right,
3: right. Oh yeah, uh, I know those. Uh, yeah, I know those days.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, actually, the place where I work. Um, hey, um, Yeah, um, Karen.
3: Sorry,
1: I just wanted to jump in, and uh, yeah, we're do. going on for like another ten minutes because I do have some open mics in the cities to plug. The city, oh, yeah. the city to plug. Do you have time now or? Yep. Maybe
0: yeah,
1: yeah, or Go for it. Okay. So of course, you know, I do the caravan open mic, open stage, look for us on Facebook. We're every Monday on um, Cube Cube Stage downtown, uh, seven PM till quite not necessarily two, but late. So there's that on Mondays. And then on Tuesdays, actually I don't exactly have the information for this one particular, but if you know leg Garage on Provence. It's typically a um, musician kind of open mic, but they do do spoken word as well. So check that out. That happens around nine. Now um, so there's what, the RV lounge. So to
0: interrupt you. What day was the, oh, that's uh, every the garage? Tuesday. Every every Tuesday. The every garage. Tuesday
1: at the garage, okay. yeah.
0: There.
1: There's that, and it's uh, typically three songs, so okay. that's, uh, it's a, it's quite a set. Yeah. Um, also on a Tuesday, we have the RV lounge, and I got the information right here. Yeah, it's the Riverview Community Club. It's uh, set up as a lounge and open mic performance space. All skill levels and genres are welcomed. We've had they've had music, poetry, storytelling, comedy, magic, and some stuff we're not sure what to call. There's warm applause and hot coffee. Admission is free there, and children are welcome. Um, there are no PA's, no amplifiers. Wait, there's no PA's, no amplifiers, no stage, no stress. I guess it's a very old, um acoustic <laughs> set. I'm sure, though. Yeah. You could bring your own equipment. But it's it's on Tuesdays as well, the RV Lounge. You can look them up on Facebook. Um, it, uh, Tuesday, September 17th, and every second Tuesday thereafter. Doors open at 7 for that, and 7.30 the show to show. They go until 9. That's the Riverview Community Club, 90 Ashland Avenue. As well, on Wednesdays, if you ever check out Shannon's downtown, there's a Shannon open mic. The Shannon's open mic on Wednesdays. Sign ups at seven thirty. Uh goes on from eight till midnight. They typically have a house guitar. They will accommodate electronics if you want to bring um other equipment. Uh if you perform at Shannon's for the night, you get one free beer if that's not enough incentive to go. Mm-hmm. Now, um as well, is this also another Tuesday? Yeah, I mean uh Phil, if you ever come to Winnipeg, and bring an instrument or, or not, but I mean, there's so many open mics going on from like a Monday till Wednesday. We got you.
3: Yeah, it sounds like some... it. Wow, I was gonna say that. It sounds like Winnipeg's having a a little bit of a revival on the music scene, or what's going on?
1: Oh, it's 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 a it's a great arts community. I mean, there's just the thing about Winnipeg. Actually, you know what? Before I plug this next one, the thing about Winnipeg, it's uh I've traveled a bit, sure, but as far as multicultural places go. There's like almost every culture from every corner of the world represented in this one city So it's almost as if to say that we have all these stories and all these um these um lifestyles and life paths and I want to go as far as saying like all of the old gods from Mythologies from around the world are represented in this one city. They, yeah, they um, are strangely enough uh situated in the center of the continent so yeah i mean with stories there's art and there's so much art going on in the last few years and uh, being like you know part of this open mic and knowing about other open mics he's man you're gonna have a great time phil when you oh um, yeah yeah when you get out here we gotta try some poutine now
3: Oh, so you not I, I, I heard you guys uh, talking about poutine before. I haven't had it for a while, but we, we did. We, we've made poutine here at home uh, a few times here in in. Denver. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, we probably start a food truck with that kind of a.
3: Out here? Easily, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, especially since the legalization of whatnot. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, okay, so we have a Tuesday night open mic. It's on, well, next one's September 3rd. This one's at Time's Change. It's hosted by Glenn Radley, and this week, I believe, it will be with 2HIP, um, a local uh, musical duo. They're a wonderful couple, actually, and very talented. Um, their set runs from 8 to 9, they're featuring. The open mic will be 9 to 11. And uh, sign-ups at 7 this is a Time's Change, no cover. Phil, if you've ever been there, uh, Ryan, Mark, I would definitely recommend. It's a great yeah. little venue. Where is it? Where is it? I mean, it little. Ones. They actually expanded, but it's very charming. You walk in there. Times change. It's on Main Street. okay. And uh, they've renovated recently. There's still a lot of that Canadiana Americana motif. It's quite a. It's quite a great show. Actually, I've seen that band you mentioned earlier, Trampoline. Um, they've played there a couple of show. Uh, this September third that. Uh, we will, I'm sure we'll have all the information presented
3: right
1: in links after which, yeah. Um, and one more thing, one more thing before I go. Uh, there's, um, all right, so my good friend, and actually someone I consider a poetry brother in arms, in fact, uh, I mean, I know we met at the loft, and before that, I think, uh, the first time I actually read poetry was at the, uh, Regal Beagle Open Mic for which I met all the members of the now organizing body of the Caravan Open Stage but um, there's this thing called Speaking Crow or The Speaking Crow it's the longest running poetry reading series in Canada mm-hmm. at least it claims to be and I'm quite sure it is because it's been going on for like 14, 15 years now consistently and it happens every month the first Tuesday of every month and this September 3rd <laughs> At the Carol Shields Auditorium at the Millennium Library that's on the second floor by the Skywalk. Uh, my good friend, Chris Macalino, will be featuring as the featured guest for that uh, poetry. It's a it's an open mic specifically for poetry, so bring your poetry. You get three minutes, and they have features every month. And this month, it's my good friend, Chris Macalino, who, um, for which I would attribute a lot of my introduction to the poetry world by him, really, especially like Winnipeg because he's been here so long involved in the poetry scene. And now, you know, he had a book out last year, I believe. It's called All Psyched Up. You can still pick up copies at um, uh, Mc, McNally Robinson. And he'll be featuring next month, or this, actually next, this Tuesday coming up at the Speaking Crow. So look us up at uh, Facebooks. And I believe that's all i got to plug for now but okay. yeah, yeah sounds good yeah and if you can provide so me a, lot with, like, a lot of a lot of art in Winnipeg
0: yeah send me uh, the, all those all the links and the information and I'll make sure it goes up with the video It'll oh definitely definitely, definitely be in the show notes <clears> on you. YouTube and then we'll like on the website as
3: definitely well. something to do all the time there in Winnipeg
0: yeah. and you'll never run out of something to do on a Tuesday yeah one, right there's lots going on on a Tuesday
3: Monday Tuesday yeah.
1: Wednesday yeah
0: okay um actually we're, we're probably going to start winding up shortly, but I think that uh, you, you're not, probably not aware. You haven't seen the show before or not, but we have got a balcony here at this location, and uh, um, the, gu- the guys actually, uh, I think they're talking to each other. Let's see what they have to say. Oh, this isn't entertaining at all. Careful, there are kids watching. Nah, I'm kidding. Do it with the other hand, too. <laughs> That'll learn them. Uh, they're, they're never polite. They're, they never are. Anyhow, um,
3: Hey, can yeah. I ask something? But, of course. What the heck is up with the guy on the bus with threatening people with scissors? He, he got tasered or something. Did oh. you guys hear about that? No. No, in it was Winnipeg. in Winnipeg. Yeah. Can't say I had that story on anything. my show yesterday. I was like, <laughs> holy, that sounded so intense. But then they said it was quickly over because they just went ahead and tasered him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay because <laughs> scissors are so much more dangerous than a gun uh, anyhow whatever um <laughs> okay uh, um yeah I, i've got a little bit of a contact information a there for, for
2: another, another show
0: yeah um so yeah we got to get some con- so if you want to get uh um the only contact information i have was uh for caravan open mic so go check out caravanopenmic.com and you can also look up uh, yeah. um them on the caravan open stage on facebook there if you're look that down so there we go and while we're at it uh, we've got our our, um, contact information as well theinvisibleman.ca you can catch uh, me and Ryan on Facebook it's all in the mind band Phil of course the Colorado Phil show and I think most people are watching us on those two links and of course uh, we're on we archive everything to YouTube so just check out uh, theinvisibleman.ca slash YouTube and you can get me both me and Phil on Twitter uh, at MDStanard and at Colorado Phil one there you go not hey, a, not as slick as you, Phil, but I got through it.
3: Can, can I go ahead and throw in my show times? Of course. Sure, go ahead, there, Phil. Uh, Mondays through Fridays, right? 12 to 4 p.m. Pacific, um, 1 to 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time in Colorado, 2 to 6 p.m. Uh, Central in Winnipeg, um, 3 to 7 p.m. Mount, uh, Eastern Time and uh, you catch it in one place right now i'm on one station right now that was uh, a rough bump there but people are starting to realize uh www.vwradio.co so i do the show live from denver colorado and uh, the station uh, vwradio.co is in grand junction colorado um on the western slopes out here so it's kind of cool to have a Colorado connection again after leaving the other guys, but yeah.
0: okay. So uh, you know, are you not on HDB uh, Canada anymore? Or?
3: Um, I think I'm coming back. Okay, but I don't want to say yes for sure. Okay, it sounds good. And uh, I saw somewhere yesterday, I guess on Facebook. That's where I see everything. But uh, if it's on Facebook, it's true. Uh, Carla Bonnell posted that she had some news coming pretty soon. So, okay, sounds hopefully. Right
0: okay well maybe i'll uh, i'll ping her and find out what that is ahead of time we'll see if she <laughs> will spill the beans um, yeah okay so i think uh, that's that's the hour and i think um now's a good time to say goodbye to everybody so very big thank you Ronell, for joining us it's actually been a lot of fun catching up it, um, it was a
3: great listen too when i was in the garage i was listening and uh yeah it was awesome yeah
0: and uh yeah, so thanks for Ronell. Um, very big thank well,
3: you. Thank you for having me. Nice yeah. to meet you, Ronell. It's, uh, it's,
0: it's been a, a pleasure great to see
2: you again. Glad yeah. you're doing well and, and keeping busy in the scene. Uh, since I left, uh, since Mark and I kind of, uh, we had taken a little bit of a hiatus. Of course, because I got married and now I have a little little kid. So life kind of gets selfish. Away, but yeah, so it's okay. And uh, but it was great to see, you and I'm great. Uh, I'm glad we could uh, keep yeah. keep busy in the scene and keep the uh, you know. Uh, the old spirit alive that we all kind of uh felt uh felt all that camaraderie yeah. camaraderie back at the at the loft
0: yeah actually, there's something else about open mics as well There's just that um we we've kept Definitely, in touch with, and, uh... we've kept in touch with quite a few people actually from the loft and it's a wonderful time we were there um every i think it was a full year i think we were we were there um we got to know a lot of people um that in itself is a good reason to frequent uh um, the open mics.
1: That's right, I'll, um, I'll keep the open mic scene warm for you, yeah, gentlemen, exactly. when you decide to return and we'll make, do, a,
0: we keep make a big it. thing of it. But, we, we
1: keep threatening yeah. yeah. Do some cocaine. That'll
2: be the next person who wants to... <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah. The only coke, coke I uh, take part in has bubbles in it. Um Anyhow. Okay, okay. thank you very much uh, once again, Ronell. If you want to hang around, we'll just yeah, chat. talk so to up. dealer about that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. chat after the show. Um, but, um, yep, a big thank you from me, Mark Davis-Start. Um, Ryan Jans, whose middle name is also David, but he doesn't use it even though he should. Yeah. And Phil.
3: Hello, um, Phil. Woo! You can give w. A- VW
0: there we go. Uh, Radio man. And, uh, of course, a final thank you, uh, overdoing the thank yous to Ronell. Thank you very much, everybody. And we'll catch you again very soon on the next <laughs> The Invisible Man.
2: holy the entries man